allow me to propose a hypothetical. Okay. Either your best friend, and this is not me. Okay. One of your other male best friends. Okay. Super tight, super awesome guy. Yeah. Only dates 18-year-olds. Okay. So he's always skirting on the edge. Okay. Right? Every year he gets older, but he finds a new 18-year-old. Oof. All right? Or your sister mm-hmm. only dates senior citizens. Huh. Which one are you taking? So either way, it's going to be someone very close to you. Yeah. Very involved in your life. Okay. With suspect dating habits. Okay. So if it's like my best friend and he has like... Let's eight- just say it's me. <clears throat> But not okay. actually me. But let's say it's okay. Me. But someone like like our relationship, yes, right? Exactly. I would probably try to talk to you first. You're never gonna not, be able to. I'm, I just have to choose between the two. Yeah. I would rather take, honey. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 I'd rather take honey dating older, but because like here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? And by the way, I hope she's not listening. Honey's my little sister. We call her honey. If she's dating senior citizens, right? They're gonna die, and then she gets all the money. Whereas my best friend Saad, <laughs> he's dating eighteen year olds. That's very close to statutory. The, the so. second she turns nineteen, I throw her away. Get the <laughs> fuck out of a here. New, new model year. Get you a new one. But you're assuming a lot about your sister getting the will. You know what? I she's think like I a would. Sugar baby. Okay, never mind. Let's switch it up. <laughs> I would rather have just you take the consequences of your life, and that's it. Yes, sir. Leave my sister out of this. And we're back. Yes, sir. Hot Pocket episode 30. Dirty 30. Dirty 30. This is Saad. This is Sherry R. And we're coming to you live from my room. Finally. Not in automobile. No. We're cleared of Rona, yeah. I think. I'm Everyone sure. is. Yeah, my sister also tested negative, so Thank we're all God. good. So, I was on Twitter. You know, you'd be seeing all kinds of crazy trending stuff on there. Yeah, I love Twitter. And I've never really... I've watched probably a collective total of... 45 minutes of Sesame Street in my life. Yeah, I wasn't that much into it. And so this clip went viral of Elmo mm-hmm. beefing <laughs> with a rock. I've seen those videos. Rocco. Rocco. Rocco is the pet rock slash best friend of another of the Sesame Street characters, Zoe. Yeah. Who, before we get into it, Zoe is supposed to be the person on the autism spectrum. Good inclusion, right? Like awesome good, inclusion. Good representation. But it kind of makes what Elmo's doing really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bad. Elmo's being real sus right there. So they're singing the ABC because it's Sesame Street. A, B, C, D, E. And, you know, they're dancing and laughing. Right. They work up a good sweat. They're like, whew, that was really tough, guys. And Zoe's like, yeah. Rock is like tired. Yeah. Does the camera pans in on Elmo. It just makes like a visible face. And this is like a Sesame Street Muppet type character. So like somebody's hands are like moving the shit yeah. around. He's like Rocco! Double, double takes. Like Rocco, Rocco didn't even move. Yeah. What the hell is Rocco doing? He didn't work up a sweat. Bro, I don't know. I don't know. It's so wholesome too because it's not like crude. No. There's no blood. There's no cursing. There's no profanity. The idea of Elmo being heated. Frustrated. And, having, and being like visibly frustrated. Yeah. Just like because he throws up his hands yeah. and stuff. And everyone's like, yo, bro, come on. It's it's so you have to be like nice. Like, he's just like, I don't give a shit. Rocco's like, no, not Rocco. Elmo's like. Two seconds away from hot telling <laughs> telling Zoe to can you just hop off the spectrum for one second? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> one second, El- El- have, have a conversation about Rocco. <laughs> he is not real. That's that's the that's the level of frustration I get from 
from Elmo. And it's so funny to me yeah. how they can make these puppets. I know. Have those kinds yeah. of like little emotions. It's yeah. so, like just seeing like, like Elmo just throw up his hands, bro. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. The way that he bobbles his yeah. neck. He's like looking at the main <laughs> host and then looking at Rocco. Like, am I? He's like, am I seeing this shit yeah. correctly? And like <laughs> the edits where people zoom in on his face while yeah. it's so funny. Yeah. The Elmo's. I can't tell if he's based for like doing that, but also ableist. Oh, guess what Elmo's thinking about today? So the beef between Rocco and Elmo was really funny to me. Yeah. And so, you know, beef in general, when when things go viral, there is a 45% chance of all the things in the world mm-hmm. that it's two people beefing about something yeah. or two organizations or whatever. So yeah. people, people got issues and they need to resolve it. Right. So we're just going to be talking about famous beefs, why beefs are funny, yeah. beefs in general, beefing, conflict, resolution, management is like the fancy way of saying it. I think, now that we're on the concept of beef and whatnot, I think the most recent, like, viral beef that people are, like, people are just, like, really taking as entertainment, but I really see it as, like, beef, you know, like, actual conflict Mm -hmm. between people or parties and stuff, is Jake Paul and Dana White, for a lot of the people who don't know. He is the president of the UFC. The UFC, Mixed Martial Arts, is a very up-and-coming, well, it it has established its footprint in the international world and in the United States as a sport. Fight nights in Abu Dhabi, they're they're all over the fucking world. Yeah, they got superstars from every corner of the world Mm -hmm. fighting. So, Jake Paul has been fighting people past their prime, right? He's fought old NBA players, he's fought old um, UFC fighters, who were pretty good UFC fighters, too. And then he starts coming for Dana White. because Just just for people who don't know, Jake Paul's fighting these people in boxing. You're fighting in a boxing rule set. Yes. So they can be really good at grappling and kicking, but they're not allowed to do that. Yeah. So you're like se- severely handicapped. Yeah. And also like the scoring system is very different from like actual boxing, yeah. at least from what I've read. So he has fought a couple UFC fighters and there's been a lot of criticism. You know, it's like, oh, you're fighting washed people. Yeah. You're fighting older guys who are not in their prime. You're not fighting people who are actual boxers. Yeah. And that's created a lot of stir in the real sports community about like, this is a shame to boxing. This is a shame to UFC. Blah, 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 blah. Here comes Dana White out of nowhere. And he starts like kind of bagging on him. He's like, yo, I will give him $5 million if he fights a UFC fight. Jake Paul fires back at Dana White saying, all right, I will sign a contract right now to fight in the UFC. I will retire from boxing. I'll fight in the UFC. I'll fight Jorge Masvidal, who's a pretty decent fighter. He's a very good fighter. Yeah, he, he will. Uh, Jake will get wrecked. Yeah, he would get wrecked. If, big if. You up the pay for every fighter from twelve thousand dollars per fight, which is extremely low, oh, for yeah, a it's UFC fucking, fight. It's terrible to get your face beaten for twelve k. No thanks. You got to pay your agents, your coach, transportation, You're, all that. Yeah, shit. he was like up it to fifty k for each fighter at the lowest realm. Also, provide long term health care to your fighters. Your fighters have complained about concussions and injuries past fighting, and they don't have good health care. Yo, I might have been wrong about Jake Paul. Jake's bitten. He Jake is, is base. Base Jake Paul. Base Jake. Good on you. And he said, I will f- I will sign it right there if you do that. So I thought that was a pretty good and funny interaction between them because I think Jake Paul's serious. I think he's like, because he wants to one-up him, you know, because he knows Dana White, who is buddy-buddy with Trump, who's a very conservative businessman. So he's all about his money and like low-cost, high revenue. And this isn't the first time Jake Paul's done this. He, no. He's done multiple call-outs against Dana White. Like, why are most of your pay, uh, fighters being paid yeah. so little compared to boxing? Yeah. You keep giving a shit. Oh, boxing like, makes so much money. Boxing makes a fuck ton of money. Yeah. 
there's more boxing is more organized and has a lot more funding when it comes it's also like a longer history of it yeah, too yeah so that, that that kind of aids into it i mean the world of youtube boxing is funny on its own yeah like it's just a bunch of people who don't really know how to fight or like they start learning very like very rapid fire pace. and then they get they in over get the their shit heads. beaten out of yeah. them no it's funny because like youtube went from being just like this hey anyone can throw up these videos that you want to put up to hey these motherfuckers are influencing generations of yeah. children and now they're fighting yeah. each other this is how it's we know there's funny. a cultural and generational divide uh-huh this was a couple months ago. I was talking to somebody. They know I watch like fighting. They right. watch I watch UFC and boxing. And they asked me, "Are you watching the fight tonight?" And I was like, "What what fucking fight's happening tonight? Not that I'm aware mm-hmm. of." And they're like, "Oh, I don't know. It's like some major really big, big important fight. My little brother told me about it." And I was like, "Oh, okay. What is it?" And then I Google it. It was a YouTube boxing yeah. fight. It's like a t- No, no, no. Not YouTube. TikTok boxing fight. It was TikTokers. <clears throat> There's like now TikTok boxing now. What the fuck is happening, yeah. bro? Do you know there's a TikToker actually from around Maryland? I forget Bryce Hall, maybe that's his name, but he's from Maryland. And there's like kids around, like I see it on Twitter. There's kids who know him from high school, and they're like, "Yo, this, this is the biggest douchebag that we've known for the to for the like." They literally tell stories about how he used to want to fight people just for fun. It's like this fucking like white kid with like flow the like hair and like. You know what I'm talking about? I okay. I'm I'm literally about to text somebody right now, but I'm 80 percent sure they know him. They went to high school. He went to Ma- I think he went to Marriott's Ridge High School, which is 15 minutes from here. <laughs> I hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, hold well, you got to text and let us know. I'm about to, who would text me back right now from Marriott's Ridge? Hold up. So speaking of um, boxing, MMA type beefs. There is, if people don't know, there's Kamaru Usman and Kobe Covington. Yes. And so they're in the MMA. They're in the welterweight division, mm-hmm. which is like, a, like about 180 pounds. Yeah. Kamaru Usman right now is considered like the best of the best of the yeah. best of the best. And Coving- him and Covington have fought twice. Yes. It was a hotly contested fight, especially around the first time, because Covington is a hardcore MAGA guy. Yeah. He is Team Trump. He's like taking pictures with Trump. He's like, he literally is like in his post game interviews, he's wearing the MAGA hat yeah. and also is holding like Donald Trump's book. We used to be friends. I guess we're not friends anymore. I don't think we are. Kamaru is from Nigeria. I think yeah. his parents are from Ni- I think he he's actually is from Nigeria. Yeah. The Nigerian nightmare. Really. Ni- Nigerian and he's nightmare. Muslim, so he reps that. Yeah. And so people are like, oh, this is like oppressed minorities yeah. fighting back against a white supremacist type dude. Yeah. And Kamaru Usman like beat his ass and like everyone took pride yeah. in that. I took pride in that. I did too. I was like, yeah. It came out like a couple months ago. I want to say sur- summer. Mm-hmm. A video leaked. And I don't think it was that secret. It's just like nobody happened to notice. Right. Of Kamaru Usman talking at a Trump 2016 event. Turns out this whole time, Kamaru Usman is like hardcore. Hardcore Trump. Hardcore MAGA. I did not know this till today before you, you told me before I told the show. Told right and I was like, are you joking? So it's like so funny that he leans into... He, he never like explicitly said or denied like, oh, like I'm like pro or against Trump. You know, now that I'm thinking back on it, he's he never said never, anything about it. He never said anything like assumed. you're a ra- like you're racist, like you yeah. Trump's racist to like Kobe because Kobe was like Kobe's all uh, like also leaning into this maga because like he, he leads yo, to that with like everything. <clears throat> this shit sells. He's a nasty person. Here's a good old one. Good old Don. <laughs> Donald Trump oh, bring versus, versus Hillary, Hillary Clinton. What a nasty woman. You know, I miss 
Okay, let me say this. I'll say it. I'll say it. Go ahead, Sad. I miss Trump. Do you know how bad it is for me to say that? In that, okay, I miss him on Twitter. I don't miss him in the capacity of having power. Listen, I mean, look, I don't really... I, yeah, I guess like better that he's not there, but also Nothing's factually really speaking, things have gotten worse. Yeah, and if you don't know that, like that, that's part of the problem. Yeah, I just want him back on Twitter because the recent Twitter sphere debate. discourse debate was about: Do you really want Trump back on on the internet? Like, do you really want him back? And like, people are like, "Do you really ma- think he was that?" Yeah, he's like, "Yes, I and did." Everybody, <laughs> the quotes are like literally tweets and videos of just like Trump doing the most ridiculous shit, he just, bro. He just dogging on people he's like just taking the album to him and going like boom yep there's only this one video of him on stage with one of his like lawyers who was like talking about corona and she was like <laughs> she's like yeah you know i had a mild mild fever the other day but i'm fine and you just see trump from the side of the screen he's like oh no <laughs> throws up his hands and like walks that's off the so stage bro funny. that's that's fucking hilarious he's not even trying to be yeah. funny he's just like just the shit that he does is like comical. The debates between him and Hillary yeah. were so fucking wrong. funny because he was so wrong. 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 <laughs> no, because we're going to send you to jail, Donald. He was like, no, you're not. You're going to jail. It's like a fucking it's child, so bro. It's so fucking funny. That like this senile man who still wears diapers and probably shits himself and just saying all this stuff. Very senile. Nasty woman is, and I get like why people take offense to it because it is misogynistic, but like Mm -hmm. it's just funny the way he said it at that time while she's talking. He's like, What a nasty woman. Because the thing that's funny about people who are like, catty and like to start arguments it's not it's not as funny when they're hyper masculine mm-hmm. and they're like ready to throw hands to me it's funnier when they're like kind of catty and sassy about yeah. it that's so much funnier yeah. because like you'll never throw hands no nah. you'll ne- it'll never turn to anything where i'm like okay we gotta step in and yeah. do something right but it's just but funny the words like, boom 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 boom, boom. Yeah. twitter fingers yeah but the words are real funny like when somebody is like real sassy but you know they're not gonna throw hands and it's really funny because those kinds of people will stress the other person out so much because yeah. the other person wants to throw hands, yeah. but they're like, <laughs> if I, I do that, I lose. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm the bad guy. Yeah. And they can't like, they're not clever enough to like say something back. Yeah. So they just like malfunction. And it's the funniest thing. Don't work on your hand speed or your footwork. Work on your rhetorical yeah. flourish, your verbal jousting skills. Yeah. That's so, always going to take you farther in life. So Practice then, bullying people on Twitter. Exactly. Here's a funny one, but also, like, it's funny, but it's fucked up. And I just kind of want to bag on them because I love bagging on the Kardashians. So, Jordan Woods was part of... Okay. <laughs> Keep talking. Yeah, we're going to have this Keep talking. Out. Maybe they're looking at that big butt of yours. So, Jordan Woods was part of... What's the youngest one's name? Jenner? Yeah, one of the Jenners. Kylie. Kylie Jenner. Yeah, she was in Kylie Jenner's camp, right? She was all, like, best friends with her, and they're all, like, these, like, good-looking girls and influencers, right? But way more money than these TikTok influencers. Khloe Kardashian at this point is dating or is married to Tristan Thompson, who is an NFL, or sorry, NBA player. He was on the Cavs. He was with LeBron, so he got a lot of shine too. LeBron made him get a big contract. He had money. So in return, one of the Kardashians is obviously interested in a NBA player. Turns out there was a moment where Tristan Thompson, at this point in time, flirted with 18-year-old Jordan Woods. Here is 30-year-old, I don't know if she's 30, but she's older, right? 30-year-old Khloe Kardashian bagging on an 18-year-old Jordan Woods for her man's mistake? Being flirted upon. Yeah. Don't be mad at her. Control your guy. Like, your guy is literally just willy-nilly going around. Look, that should be the general rule. 
if your partner, your significant other, yes. cheats or attempts to cheat, because the attempt to cheat is fucking as bad. No, as yeah, as it's as, when that when you've made up your mind, that's that's. Do not get mad at the other person. person. Yeah, get mad at your partner. Yeah. Why am I shutting down an opportunity for a free fish fillet? I'm gonna take it if it presents no. itself to me. Get mad at the fish fillet for coming to yeah. me. Anyways, she tried to ruin Jordan Wood's career. This 18 year old girl who has like some future of being an influencer. I don't know. Tried to ruin her career, and the Kardashians have the money and power to do that. To the point where Will Smith and Jada Pickett-Smith had to, like, step in and kind of help her out with PR to make sure her career wasn't derailed by this crazy old Kardashian lady. <laughs> Ironically, Jada Pinkett was getting railed by, by one August, August Alsina. At that time. Sheesh. This is the crazy stories, right? Turns out, now recently, this is, like, the second or third time Tristan Thompson has been, like, publicly accused and has been true of cheating on Khloe Kardashian and now he has like a second baby and this is the funniest thing because it's like he really he literally released a Instagram story was like now that the paternity test has confirmed that this is my child Chloe I am so sorry for this so like Chloe even looks more like a clown that she tried to freaking destroy an 18 year old's life for her man flirting with her and then continuously for the next two years fucking other women and having babies the kardashians are basically like slave auctioneers <laughs> looking they're looking for <laughs> they're looking for the best boy oh, let, let, open, let me see your lats i'm right hmm. how many how many rushing touchdowns you got this year 13 <laughs> oh he's, he's let me in see the your making. 40 go for it he's in the making so let me ask you a question since we're still this episode has been about beef USDA certified. Yeah, USDA certified halal beef. When was the last time you beefed with somebody? Mm. And this can be like, um, you know, like you genuinely had like an issue with somebody, or like I don't. You listen. You've told me stories about the past about you <laughs> getting in some street fights. <laughs> um, so uh, what are we looking at, Sad? Those don't count as beefs, though. I think because they're like they were never people I knew. Well, I'm not gonna get into Yeah, we're yeah. we're dropping it. But okay, so last time I had like beef. And this is a tough question for both of us because like we we, we do a good me. job. Uh, yeah. We're good boys. Yeah, we stay away from trouble. Um, we're very low maintenance, very low key. No drama. I, I believe the pen is mightier than the sword. Wow, look at the look at you. I'm a diplomat. Last time you wrote anything, I'm a diplomat. When was the last time I wrote anything? Um, I worked on an Excel file all week. So, are you typing him? Yes. All right, that's not what I asked you, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, last time I probably beefed. I've been around people who have. I've been deeply involved with other people's beef, hmm. but I always stay like I will provide advice and insight. But I'm never. I never have never gotten directly. You're the, con- you're the counsel to the beef. I'm the counsel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm. I'm the third party. I'm yeah. accomplice to the beef. Yeah, I think again, I'm like the horseradish sauce. You're yeah. You're the compliment I'm a to the beef. Yeah, <laughs> you're the condiment to the beef. I don't know. I guess like here. Here's my thing. Here's here's because I see this very often. Okay. People will, and sometimes people have the wherewithal to recognize the problem. But if you're somebody who, who for some reason, I don't know why, you're constantly getting in beef with people. It's like, damn, people are just fucked up and mean. Why is that? Have you considered? Looking in the mirror. Have you considered <laughs> you're the fucking problem? Yeah. Have you considered you're the butcher of the meat shop? Yeah. You're growing the beef. It's like people people refuse to believe that they're the issue yeah. until like, I don't know what's really going to cause people to like be like, oh, wait a second. I'm the common denominator in all of this shit. I think if you were the type of person to have that mentality to get in those tussles a lot and then not... Because some people get into the fights a lot and then recognize it, like, no matter what. Yeah. But if you're, like, 
in your 20s and haven't recognized this kind of thing there's some mental capacity you're it would require some serious like therapy or introspection for you to recognize that breaking news correction bryce hall did not go to marion's ridge high school okay he went to howard high school okay which is still like 20 minutes away from me. yeah it's in maryland probably the same county the mistake i made was that the person who i thought knew him she teaches at howard high school she taught there like last semester not that and she heard about Bryce Hall from her students. Yeah. That's how I knew about it. Not that he went to Marriage Ridge High School. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> we're old as fuck. Or you're old as fuck. You're, you're like my you're, age. Shut the fuck you're up. like two years older than me. Uh, I still have that on you. Cool. It's funny because like here we are talking about, oh, yeah, we, I think this like TikTok influencer kid went to this high school. Oh, I think my friend went to that high school. No, my friend taught at that high school yeah. while she while this man was like Yeah, Bryce Hall is probably like twenty two or something. I yeah. Yeah. I mean he's a TikToker. Definitionely you were not above the age of twenty four, I think. Yeah, no. I I hope well I think there's like older people, but they're not like the big like influencer. The TikTok. Yes. Yeah. But I believe you had some extra spicy halal dry aged beef to yeah, talk about with I us. had some extracurricular activity beef that we had a oh, couple wow. years ago, right? We were Again, this, let me preface the story. It, I did not fight anybody because, like I said, I'm very diplomatic and I would not want to. Unless someone wants to really throw hands, then whatever. But we were at a friend's birthday party. This is around like probably like three years ago, I would say. I think because like Corona's been here for two years, right? So like 18, 19, 2018, 2019. Yeah, it was, it was a couple years ago. We had a friend's birthday party. We were in D.C. Everyone's having a good time. Some people were obviously drinking. We were at, we were out at um, Dirty Martini, I think. That's, that was the place. And this one dude starts getting a little heated. He was like one of those like meathead brown boys, right? Like you look him, you look at him the wrong way and he's like, yo, this dude wants to fight me. It's like, yo, come outside. So he, you know, he did something and um, he like grabbed somebody's arm and one of our friends arm real quick and like was kind of like a little aggressive and his friends kind of came in between them and was like, oh, dude, it's all good. Like, calm down. And I was, I just happened to be a bystander standing right there <laughs> while his friends are pulling him back. And I, and I know this dude a little bit. So I'm like, you know, I tap him on his like arm. I'm like, yo, it's all good. Like, don't worry about it. Like, it's, it's not worth it to be in a, like, you know, in an argument or fight on a happy night like this. That's all it took. <laughs> that is all it took for this man wanting to fucking decapitate me that entire night to the point where him where he was outside waiting for me to be outside one of his friends like put his arm around he was like hey dude just just like avoid him for like the next couple hours like he's very hot you know it's like just my dog really him. upset bro yeah stay away from and him. i was like yo what did i do like i genuinely was so flabbergasted i was like what the fuck did i do like i didn't even say shit to this dude i go outside with my friend group because he was part of the other friend group and he's like staring me dead at like he's like from like across the street too like yo his friends had to like take him away when we went back to the 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 place the hotel we were staying at like <laughs> literally like people kept telling me like yo take the stairs we're gonna keep him in the room you go to your room and shit like that and i was like yo this dude is fucking mental illness like fuck that guy um if he's listening fuck you um but yeah that shit i'll, was I'll send you um share's address <laughs> hey don't do that because <laughs> i was kind of terrified because this dude was a fucking meathead bro and i'm just like yo i, I was just so mind blown you know, and, and it go, goes back to your point where it's like, there are people out there that are just, they live in 
like thrive off of drama. Yeah. And it is just, I don't know how you live your life that way. One, there's just a basic problem of like temperament and some people just don't have patience. Some people just fly to conflict as a resort for everything. Yeah. I think a little bit of it is also that, like you said, people thrive off drama. People thrive off conflict. Mm -hmm. I think for some people, and this is not specifically about like fighting beef, Mm -hmm. but just people who like to make drama, people who like to argue and stuff. Yeah. You know, like more of the Twitter fingers type. Yeah. I feel like it's just like they think I am an interesting cool person mm-hmm. i don't want a boring life mm-hmm. every like i think it's, it's a little bit of like just them being selfish and like I, wanting to have a more interesting life wherein also because if you start beef with somebody you know like here's the thing if i like lob whether it's verbally or physically just a bunch of shit at you mm-hmm. right eventually you're gonna counterattack with something right i can then take the one thing you did and then go to my friends who were not aware of the entire story and be like oh my fuck it dude why is he? Why is Cher doing this to me? Right. Like, why the fuck does this always you can, happen? You can to me? you can make it your own narrative. You can make it your own when narrative. When people don't know where the story, you are like you have a gravitational pull for bullshit. Yeah. There's two reasons why people do this. One, main character syndrome. Uh-huh. They think they are the main character in everyone's life. Like people's lives revolve around them. Yeah. Um, and second, they're just egomaniacs. Like they just have such a big ego. Because I think in my situation, the dude was like. Who's this? Like, you have no right to tell me it's going to be okay. Or yeah. like, you know, like you have no right to tell me like to calm down. It's like, who are you? It's like, yo, like, do I have to earn your trust to fucking say this because this is your world? Like, no, dude, I was just literally tapped you on your shoulder. Like, bro, it's all good. I think, th- I think those are the two things, two main reasons in my view, why people are like so into drama. I think that reminds that not that I think that reminds me of a tweet I saw. Let me pull it up right here. A lot of you... Okay, so let me read... So this is a, a quote tweet. Let me read the original tweet. The right. quote is what I really want to focus on. Right. I cannot believe a girl that bullied the shit out of me growing up is now a therapist that specializes in women's issues, self-esteem, and trauma. Yeah. This person upset, like, what the fuck? This bitch was mean to me in high school, and now she's a woman's therapist, yeah. right? The quote tweet was this. A lot of you view the other humans as side characters who don't experience character development once yep. they leave the immediate storyline of your day-to-day life, and that's your problem. Right. I retweeted the shit out of that. Yeah, I saw that's, that. That's so fucking true. No, it is. Because, like, the person who's, like, they just want to... Okay, I won't, I won't, like, try to, like, get in their head and, like, why they tweeted that, because maybe they just thought they had a point. But like no, the quote, no, people do think that there's a point because there one again it's like everything on social media is a little bit of like cloud farming, oh, cloud it is. seeking. It is. So there is this brand of like bring up problematic people. She wanted what to go viral but went viral for the yeah. wrong reason. <laughs> I mean, but you can see this in like a lot of content like TikTok. I, I, I've mentioned this before, but I fucking hate the brand of content. And I gotta be honest, it is like mostly brown girls doing this shit. Mm-hmm. They'll like do a TikTok or a reel. And it's them saying, making some point about how in high school you called me smelly or a curry lover or whatever. Mm -hmm. And now you eat butter chicken. Yeah. And now you do this. Yeah. It's like, all right, I want to know what you said about Asian people. I want to know how many times you said the N-word in high school. Yeah. People experience growth. And here's the thing. Those people might still be shitheads today. Fine. But the idea that like someone who you don't know from 10 years ago did not experience growth mm. it did not change when high school is like you're at your worst you're yeah. like the worst person you're not school. even who you are you're not even who you are but you're trying to make content out of that because it's like oh there are bad people out there that's, and i'm calling shots like, yeah fuck you that's the plight of content and like yeah. where we are in the social media world that, pe- that it, this is like an off offset of the world that we live in because 
to think that yeah sure this this girl might have bullied you and been you know mean to you in yeah. certain ways and like degraded you in high school fucked up of her to do that in high school but she could, could maybe she went to college right which she did obviously she went to college and she learned about this shit and she thought back to her life and her traumas and was like yo i was a bad person because of this because i'm learning this in my psychology classes and my like more i'm she's doing more research about why you know she was like this and now she's turned it around to be like you know what i don't want to like i want to help people in this in this situation now because i used to be it and like who better to go to from you know to get knowledge on something or be or beat something than someone that's already gone through it yeah right someone who's been on the other side yeah and good on the other person that they grew when do you think is the right time or 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 whenever for you to bring up something from like a long time ago to the person who offended you what like how long does it have to be or like or like just in general what do you think like you should do about resolving long-term beef it's been sitting on there. You're, you've been I holding think there on should to be it. a statute of limitation <laughs> to it. There absolutely should I be. Think there's, like, if it's not, then you're holding on to something that's like been. You're holding on to something that's progre- like that's preventing you from pro- from progressing and healing or like moving forward with your life. I think there should be a statute of limitation. If it's like, depending on like the situation, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like a high school bully, right? If you're happy in your life, you got a good job, you got a girl and everything. It's like, why are you worried about what happened yeah. in high school at that point? If you're if you're an, an emotionally intelligent person, try putting yourself in the other person's shoes. Being like, did this person actually like really mean it? Mm-hmm. Or were they just like also an immature high school student or middle school student yeah. that did this shit? Some of them might be still shitty people, yeah. which are st- a lot of them still are yeah. shitty people. Even if they're still shitty people, it's like, do you need to do this? Yeah, do you really need to? And it doesn't even have to be high school or middle school. Because I feel like sometimes we, we do a lot of the work by saying, oh, it was high school, middle school. Yeah. Which, granted, most of the time, the things people are talking about and using content for this stuff is high school, middle school. So that's why I right. feel like it's okay to bring it up. But even like college or early 20s. Yeah. Like right out of college. I think in your adult life, it's different. And in your adult life, it is different. Yeah. yeah. Because you're there's a burden on you as an adult to be somewhat empathetic to other people mm-hmm. and watch like how you're treating other people. Yeah. So if there that that's different because like in your adult life because I feel like in not I feel it's true that our circles and our friendships shrink. Yeah, we're not around people like we are in college. Like we're meeting everybody new in classes and everything. So the interactions that we have with our friends become more impactful because we those are our friends. That's our group now. Mm-hmm. There's gonna you you will make new friends, but it's gonna be a handful. It's not gonna be like in bunches like it was throughout your schooling life. So I think. In the adult life, it's a bit different because those in, those interactions are way more impactful, and people aren't in and out of your life as much as like yeah. they were before. And so, there's a higher level of responsibility yeah. if it's somebody who's your close friend or somebody who's close enough, at least, where you should be more careful and considering and monitoring. Like, hey, why am I doing this? Yeah, and especially when you get to relationships and stuff. I've I've been seeing this a lot recently where people. Somebody tweeted something, and I don't like. I never like this mm-hmm. where. Um, and they, they blotted they blotted out the names and pictures so nobody could find them but they were like I'm gonna blast put my ex on blast because they DM'd me recently or whatever yeah and there was like this guy DMing this girl and he was it's I have no idea it's not from what I can tell of the situation he was really shitty to her yeah and it's so all all fairness for you to be upset about that but then like he is making a genuine like apology not really asking for anything he's just saying like I'm it, it is a little air. bit. It is a little bit of like trauma. Like I under, yeah, I can understand yeah, that. Yeah. But like, it is also just them like saying like, "Look, you were somebody's big part of my life, and I did you seriously dirty. Mm-hmm. This is like the best I can do mm-hmm. for then you to like 
turn that into a tweet or a post, even if you do the due diligence of blogging them out and not trying to get if the people pressure. around you see that, yeah, and they know and that, just, you, yeah. that just leaves like a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, like, I think it's like supremely shit of you to like air your dirty laundry like that wouldn't involve some other person like yeah. they could still be completely in the wrong because don't do shit like that i think it's some kind of like superiority and a superiority complex where like i was better than this person yeah and it also in their mind solidifies and validates everything that they felt they were like yeah. hey this person who i've been saying did me wrong for so long is saying sorry so i'm gonna put him on blast yeah. like you did this like no bro like that's a symptom someone, of main main character syndrome exactly there is there is an aspect of you know flashbacks and trauma coming into place like I ha- you know you see the person's name and you're like you kind of feel different your mood changes so yeah. I get that if it was a really bad situation yeah. I understand but okay, at that 100%. point you should just fucking delete it and just yeah. be like whatever you not post that shit yeah. in a public forum more so that person like the tweet that you're talking about is literally reaching out not to and I know this for a fact it's not to say sorry to you they're clearing the air with themselves yeah. Because you've been moved on. They know you've been moved on and you're like living your life. But that's the how they treated you and what they did with their situation did not sit right with them. So they're like, yeah. I just have to reach out to this person and just say how I feel. Yeah. And I'm sorry for it. Yeah. And then just move on with your life. And I think that's what those kinds of people are doing. Mm-hmm. They're not doing it for you. Like, yeah. calm down. They're, they're doing they're, it for themselves. It is a little like selfish, which is fine. Everyone is yeah. more selfish than they would like to believe. Oh, dude, you I, do, everyone is narcissistic. 100%. You do not have to accept their apology. You can be like, listen, what you did was incredibly fucked up. There's no amount of apologizing that will make it okay. That's right. fine. I think that's, in fact, very valid. More people need to do shit like that. Yeah. More people need to be a bit more firm about their boundaries. Yeah. But I think, again, my thing is like, it's like this whole main character syndrome shit. Mm. I have not seen this person in years. Mm. So he's this is still the same piece of shit that they were instead of somebody who like grew to remorse yeah. and recognize and now learned that, oh, this is what pain and loss is like. Yeah. And, it, and the pain and loss is something that I caused, but you can still learn from that. Yeah. Doesn't make you a perfect person. This is like most emotional relationships or anything in life are way more complicated than like I'm the good person. Right. Or you're the bad person. Yeah. I mean, if you just think about, like, wh- where you were when you graduated to where you are now, Holy it is shit. so different. Oh, my, I was a dummy. I graduated through, oh, in this May, this this spring, it's going to be three, damn, it's going to be three years. <laughs> it's going to be three years since I graduated college. And, like, I think back to the amount of growth that I've had as a person and just, like, just like the, the way I think about things and, like, how much mature I am now, it's... It would be so unfair for me to like sit there and think somebody's still the same since high school yeah. or some shit like that. It's just even you have to understand people grow even and change from here from today in five years. Oh yeah, you're thirty years old. I, oh. Oh, yeah, I know it's it's, it's it's rough to say, but you're gonna be a very different person. Yeah, and that change is going to be a result of meeting new people, having new experiences in your life, just having different outlooks and such. Yeah. I think more people need to be okay with not vilifying people from your past or even in your present. I think sometimes people are too quick to, like, if I had beef with you recently, that is like, oh, my God, you're just the worst person. Yeah. It could have just been, like, a seriously bad dispute that doesn't get resolved cleanly. But, you know, sometimes human relationships are not clean and perfect. Yeah, I know know some people, not necessarily friends, but I've 
know people from when I was younger that I didn't get good vibes from. Um, and now I see them on social medias and they look like fine people to me yeah. now because it's like, okay, maybe they were just young and immature and just yeah. like being arrogant and stuff. But now they look like, you know, they're they're leading happy lives and good lives with different people and stuff. It's like, yo, yeah. people, people. Let people live. Yeah. Let people be happy. I think the moral of this story, I guess, is just be more <laughs> empathetic. You have to be able to like understand where people come from because not everyone grows up like you. You just have to understand other people to be able to understand this interaction if you don't do that and you just take this interaction for face value and like he said this to me or she said this to me fuck this person you're you're failing at that point i think i i think it's more specific than empathetic because empathy is just that i feel what you feel Mm -hmm. i think it needs to be cognitive empathy you need to have so cognitive empathy is that like i can put myself in your shoes yeah. Not just that I can feel what you're feeling. I can literally, like, let me get in your mindset, recognizing that we process things differently. Yeah. Like, so, for example, Sharon and I, like, do have different outlooks and, like, process things differently, have different personalities. Yeah. Cognitive empathy is, like, given a situation where the two of us have differences mm. or differences of outlook and opinion, cognitive empathy would be me being like, okay, hold on. Just because I disagree with him... I know who he is as a person, or I've come to understand him. Let me you think know of why I'm thinking why you think of that. I don't have to necessarily agree with it, but then it can make it like it, it makes it much easier to not like turn you into a character of like he's just stupid, yeah, or he's just like a being shitty person about yeah, this. Exactly. I, I think more people need that kind of ability, which again requires that like you not be the protagonist mm-hmm. and everybody else be like stupid side characters who are one note yeah i think i think that, that's a good way to put it it's, it's really understanding where the other person is coming from and i promise you sherry R from hot pocket is promising you right now that if you actually practice this your life is gonna be better because those interactions that you have with people become so much lighter uh-huh. and better because yeah. you're just more cognitively aware of like oh this person's saying this because they come from a different background and you don't take shit seriously and you're as seriously as you should like why do they say this or something like that you're just way more aware of yourself and also this is definitely just a fact you will know how to navigate those conversations much better because you're not gonna know like oh where's you will I don't know, man. You just, I don't know where I picked this up from. Maybe because I was so different, I had to connect with people in a certain, in a certain level and I think understand some where they are come just from. Wired towards these things. I, I think part of it, um, I would imagine part of it, like, is a function of, like, what happened to you during your formative years. So, like, puberty in high school. Right. I'm sure certain things and certain events can, like, happen that stunt that ability to happen. Yeah. But there, that is not really an excuse, unless something, like, really fucked up happened to you, which more often than not, most people complaining about stuff like this, it, nothing that bad happened to you. Even if you're in your 20s, it is not only is it never too late, there is no excuse to not start learning and practicing this. Yeah. And, and like I said about, and we've mentioned this about, like, other things, too, especially, like, about politics and, you know, and that kind of realm. Is that at a certain point, the burden comes on you as an adult to learn more about different cultures and different people and like expand your horizons. Yeah, yeah. Not just in the sense of like, oh, I know more about this, this, this. It's like, no, know more about yourself and like how to interact with other people and see other people's feelings for where they are and where they're coming from. I think that that's just like, it's beneficial, you know? I thought of a really good way to sum up the idea. Yeah. Here's... I'm going to coin this. I'm going to trademark this. Okay. I'm sure people have said this before. You should try to see the world the way as it is and not the way you want it to be.
you gave a quote i will leave us with a quote too and this actually ties back into what you asked me last episode about new year's resolutions Uh uh-huh so this is one of my new year's resolutions too it's to be more present right one of my favorite athletes had a he was asked like how are you so like humble and you're rich and you're you're so young but you have a good head on your shoulders his response was he was like there's three things one when you think about your past i don't think about my past I've done this. Oh, I, I got A's in the school. Oh, I did this. I got this award at work. That's your ego talking. Forget it. Don't think about the past. That's your ego. And then when you talk about the future, oh, I'm going to do this. Or oh, this meeting, I'm going to kill this meeting. Next year, I'm going to have this much. That's your pride. You're focusing in the future. That's your pride talking. Humility is being in the moment. Being in this moment right now, enjoying sitting here with my best friend, talking about whatever situation we're talking about, and just taking doing my best within this moment and in take you know enjoying this moment for what it is that's humility so be more present be more present in your life be more present in the moment stop thinking about the past stop thinking about the future because literally as cliche as it sounds those things are gone or you don't even know what the future holds but what you know is right here right now so take your moment you're sitting in your car enjoy it look at the sun look at it you're sitting with your mom having a cup of tea Enjoy that moment right there. Just be present. I think that's what my my thing is. Be more present in the moment. One last question. Hmm. And you asked this, well, we kind of touched on it right before we started recording. Yeah. We've been talking about beef. You and I have beef. Physical beef. <laughs> Physical what beef. are you what are you doing Me and you? to get out of it? <laughs> We're in the ring. You can't escape. Oh. What are you how are you fending for yourself? I want to know the answer. Okay. I want you to say it here. Here? If me and you are in a ring, we got we got boxing gloves on. What yeah. we got? Because if it's MMA, I'm I'm tapping right there. Then, <laughs> if we got boxing gloves on, I'm gonna take that beating. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it like a man. I'm gonna be like, all right, side. I'm gonna try. Like you have like four inches of reach on me, bro. There's no way. I would try to. I would. If we're in a ring, we got boxing gloves. I got a mouthpiece in. I'm fighting you. I'm gonna lose. But you're gonna you're, you're gonna realize, oh shit, he's not gonna go down without a fight. Let me just punch him real hard to make him go down. That's you're gonna have to beat me. You know what that is? That's humility. I'm gonna be there, in that moment, get my ass whooped. <laughs> present, 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 sir. If I didn't know you, and somehow you were the angry guy at the bar and trying to fight me, <laughs> I'd run. I'm not even joking. I'd be like, yeah, fuck this. I'm not trying to get my ass beat today. <laughs> like, wasn't, wasn't the guy bigger? Like he was big as shit, wasn't he? Yeah, he was like he was like one of those like. I'm only eating meat and potatoes and chicken and rice. Oh, I could, I could fucking give. Him I work. wish you were there. I, yeah, I, I remember the when you texted me like, "I'm glad so I wasn't there." Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I, listen, that was funny as shit. <laughs> so that's the kind of friend that you have around. When you have him around, you're a little bit more bold. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're like, all right, if I get in a fight with someone bigger than me, Saz's going to jump in and we're going to jump this motherfucker. Saz's like, <laughs> like my liquid courage. <laughs> yeah. Saz's just like there for like moral support too. I, you listen, man. You you put me and you together. We're never gonna fight somebody, but if it was, bro, uh, like, would not okay. Be. You know what I would do if I was in that situation? My, like fighting me or no, no, no. Like like that situation that night. You, yeah, yes. you were in that situation. You get in the fight, right? Let's like, say like the fight happens. Mm-hmm. I'll be on the sideline. I'll be there with Gatorade in a towel. <laughs> and you just you just get knocked over, <laughs> bloody, and like you're on the wall, like your head hit the wall, and like, you're like throw I, the jab. I'll be like, I just put the towel over you. All right, Sonder, you got him on the ropes. <laughs> you're like, this man has not been you're like confidently telling me <laughs> you got man, him. Listen, man, I love you. You are an amazing son. Saw that can't brother. see from my left eye. I can't see shit. Like, bro, come on, you got to manifest. Be here. Be now. Wow, be God. present. That's Get your what ass beaten for the present. And then I would jump in. You know, coaches, yeah. coaches honor. 
Uh, all right, so that wraps up episode thirty. We made our uh, thirty debut. We're hitting, we're hitting fifty. No, well, not soon. I I don't know why I'm saying that. Fifty's a ways off. I mean, that would be twenty more weeks, which would be f- like f- four or five more months. Yeah. Damn. That'll be like a year. That'll be a year. Basically, yeah. Like yeah. once we hit a year, we're gonna be about fifty episodes. Half, half when was our first episode june or july well the thing is we recorded them but we didn't start publishing and putting them making it public until like let's go with the public date public date i think july. that should be easy to find. i think yeah. it's july it was after i was in like miami i think was it yeah it was after miami i think we might have recorded but it was after miami okay i'm okay. pretty sure yeah yeah it was after miami okay um yeah well, so i think uh we we talked about this right before recording i'm pretty sure soon we're going to start doing video, video because yeah. people seem to really want that and like that. That And anytime I see like podcasts. We must be good looking guys. <laughs> what the way you said that, dude? <laughs> I also swiveled in my chair. I was like, we swiveled. must be good looking Like, are you guys. hitting on me? What the fuck is going on? Uh, but like anytime I see. Cause it, look, it makes sense, right? Most of these are visual mediums. Yeah. If you want. Anytime I see a viral podcast clip, it is not just the fucking audio, it's the people talking. Yeah. So we're gonna have to get a camera and start working with that. We shit. might also need like a little spot. We to need do a stuff little too. bit better of a setup because right now this is like oh not great. I don't know if we can show you our rooms right now. No, no, not at all. It's fine. Yeah. I hey, look listen, it's comfy, it's cozy. Yeah, it is what it good. is. We all good. We good. Alright. So we'll catch you all next time. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you got beef Think about if you really should be in that beef. And if you should be in that beef, don't be afraid to throw hands. Yeah. Just make sure the beef is halal. Make sure it's halal. There it is. Halal is signing off.